0: <laughs> jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce Yeah
1: I got strong dad back
0: Alright, uh, let's do it Welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast I'm Casey I'm Hans And you are in the middle of a winter wonderland The
1: icy, the icy kiss of the north wind
0: Tell me about it Tell us about it
1: uh, So it's just been like Cult. like it's it's funny because now i kind of date myself with like time because now my my only frame of reference for what's happening is like when i was a kid i remember and because we lived in new york for so long and like yes there are blizzards but it's like seven days max before right. stuff starts to melt or they're able to get stuff out of the way or it breaks for a day so yeah. now it's just been like like teens, cold for a month.
0: I mean, I looked. I have uh, our hometown, Watertown. I have it on my weather app or whatever, and I'll scroll by. And Meg or Meg was looking actually, and she was like, "You know, what six a.m. It's going to be negative twenty nine degrees." Yeah. In, in Watertown, and of course, like, what do you think? I what would you think my answer was as a classic Watertonian, classic Midwesterner?
1: Uh, what's the windshield on that? Boom. I go,
0: yeah, it's, not, no, it was, it's not even windshield. That's not even windshield.
1: Because I like people windshield. in Columbus are now like I think it's hit a record where this is the most amount of snow they've had in like a lifetime.
0: Yeah. Wow. Like
1: since they had to dig wagons out of <laughs> things. So I am now like the font of knowledge because it was like, oh, tomorrow's going to be 10. And I was like, we got to get that app out, check that wind chill. And they're like, oh, no, it's one. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're the bear of bad news. You're Jack Frost.
1: <laughs> no, I am, really am Jack Frost.
0: Oh, man. So you're more, I would say Columbus sounds like it's more snow than cold,
1: right? Yeah. Whereas- well, like we'll talk to my parents in Watertown and they're like, ooh. They just, they just have the cold now. It's just yeah. cold, dreary grass now for them. Just sharp. And negative 20 is nothing to shake your fist at.
0: Are you, no, never. No, never. But when I see that. It is wild. I don't want to live in a place where whether it's your hometown or a hometown nearby, a high school freshman dies because they tried walking away from their car in a ditch. Happened every. Oh, that's winter, the one. Every month, whether it was Mitchell, Aberdeen, Watertown, some uh, some yeah. freshman basketball player in his prime, Too tough cut for down, his own ran out of gas, shouldn't have made the walk,
1: cut down by because it's hot. The wind, the fucking wind, mm-hmm. like that's no. how. Ash and I got stranded in Watertown that Christmas that Chicago had the first – which is funny. I say polar vortex and now it's kind of like, which one?
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah.
1: The first one. Right. The best one. The worst one. So we were back in Watertown for Christmas. As we were obviously, we were still in New York. So we flew in to Sioux Falls. South Dakota had to fly out. So we were there. And we got to the airport and we were checking the weather and it was like crappy that week. But we were like, okay, cool. We made it to Sioux Falls just as like you're starting to get that beautiful Christmas snow. And after a while, if you've had enough cold and enough snow, when you see what's supposed to be Christmas snow on any day other than Christmas, you're like, I'm going to fucking kill someone. Yeah. So, we got in and I was like, dang, this line is long. And it was just as we found out, they had canceled flights for the fu- the entire time that we were in South Dakota. Right. So, we immediately were like, oh, we need to do something besides sit in the airport. So, we got a hotel room in Sioux Falls and that morning, we were able to stay a night in a hotel and like between – Me on the phone, Ash on the computer, or vice versa, because she worked in hotels so long, she's like, you got to talk to somebody. So if there's anyone listening, if this ever happens to you, you have a problem with an airline, you get on the phone right away. Like, talk to somebody. Like, just get an answer, get a ticket, get what you need to do. So we're standing out front, and this is when the polar vortex hits, and it was negative 90. And it was two... (laughs) puffs Dad. of a breath and my beard like when you said Jack Frost I felt it just go <laughs> holy
0: shit that's wild
1: and wow. it was just that we had winter clothes and you just the only way I can explain it and like you know this because you lived there for a while but just you're like ooh that's wind and your body just goes move or you're dying <laughs> right. like your body just is everything that you have inside of you is like you need to move and you need to move now
0: I, uh... To, oh, yeah, so with the airport... So we're not that cold, but right, it's yeah. it's
1: pretty dreary and shitty here.
0: I can second that with the airport. It's... Never take... Don't be a shithead, because all mm. the people you're dealing with, it's not their fault. I mean, people forget that really quick when they got someplace to be. But, also, never, like, take the first, like, Yeah, we're we're on it. We're on it. We're taking care of it. Always specificity it's the soul of narrative and it's Mm -hmm. your ass in an airport get a direct answer and if you don't get it from that person call somebody or go to the next person never say they're like well another flight's coming in but there's this like you fucking you might have to do the work but you take Mm -hmm. you take 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 because otherwise everybody else that knows that is doing it until it's too late that happened to me last time i just got pushed back 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 until they were like and oh, it's we like we should have gotten you on uh, one of these other four flights. They now like... that
1: we have cell phones, it's like, get in that long-ass line to yeah, the kiosk, but get on the fucking telephone. Yeah. Because they're going to punt. If you finally get up there, all that man or woman's going to do is just be like, well, I mean, you saw all the people in front of you. like, right. <laughs> So it's like the one instance where you need the... M- the most dis- disconnected person, and that's someone on a phone at a terminal somewhere else, to give you at least a straight answer, because otherwise they're just going to punt and like keep you away. Just stay in the airport. Just hang out.
0: We'll buy you a slice. I remember they bought pizza for right. everybody, and the moment that happened, I was like, "Where the fuck? I'm Bird not going scram. anywhere. I don't want your pizza." But that being said, if you don't have the, uh, if you don't have somewhere to be, I remember. Long, oh, take a while that! Back,
1: just they will know, just shower put a smile you in on gifts. your face.
0: Be like, you know what? Just get rid of my ass for twenty four hours. What do you got? You got a hotel nearby? Meg cool. and I what did I that. ticket ticket Minneapolis. Plus? Huge storm, and we were just we were just flying in then to drive from Minneapolis to where you and I grew up, which is about four hours away. And it was a huge storm. There was no way. Um, God, what was it? A rental car. There was just no way that we could Mm -hmm. even like get a car and drive away. And somehow with your car insurance, with rental or whatever, if you have something booked and like the roads are closed, you can we sweethearted our way into a hotel room right by the airport. This is in Bloomington. I think that's right by the airport, which is where the Mall of America is and where I hope it's still there is a shell of a building that used to be an Indian casino, but is now just a hotel. That is not Native American owned, let's say, or not owned by the tribe that used to own the casino. Mm-hmm. But all the decor is still up, oh and it God. is amazing. It, the decor is beautiful. It's like run down, and this is the best. I don't. I just hotels just don't have this anymore. It doesn't seem like like you, they had a restaurant bar still, and it mm-hmm. was like you were walking down into. Like a cha- uh, a chalet, like it was all stone, but really cheesy. It had the yes. red globe lights. You know what I'm oh, talking yep, about on yep. the tables? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Pizza Hut lights. Pizza Hut lights. Really when it was a dark, sit down. Dark booths, you know. Um. Oh man, it was great. And it was all just because we weren't like, I want a fucking car and I want it right fucking now. We're just like,
1: I don't know. Oh yeah. Want. If you If you got the time to be, it's like a card game. Don't be the first one to take it, but if you can see a line and need people, wait two or three because they're going to pay you to not get on that airplane. Just ride it out because what's the worst? You get on the airplane, you go where you got to go. Just just wait a few hands and then go, I'll take it plus I need a hotel. And they'll go, okay, you got it.
0: I learned that from my... When we went to Germany and we flew back and there was just an issue with the flight, they had actually just, like, overbooked or something. And he's he's an international business guy. He traveled for work and all the time, you know, for the longest time, just through his, his work, he had that crazy, like, Delta Platinum
1: bonkers, oh, sure. like, yeah, yeah. you know. Was um, he get the Admiral Club? Like, is he one of those guys who gets to go to that... Cool side room where I'm sure they can still smoke cigarettes.
0: Oh, yeah. He had whatever that and then some. Like, he had the, like, we'll give you a ride off the tarmac.
1: The room off the want. room?
0: He and and part of his, uh, I don't know why I would go into, like, it was such a sweetheart deal. I love, like, like um, sweetheart deals on, like, uh, what do they call them? Like, parachute, golden parachutes or whatever when you're leaving a company and da-da-da. He was, like, watch and, watch and learn. He's like, where do we got to be? He's like, it's the summer. he's like i'm retired so he was like just sweet talked her and she's like oh yeah of course yeah let me get you guys a room appreciate it we'll get you on a flight tomorrow he's like "Ooh," he's like this isn't my son he's my nephew he's like got us two rooms (laughs) i don't know why but he got him on two different floors i don't know if that was (laughs) intentional but then he also like got us like food vouchers and i just you know i'm like 18 i never really traveled anywhere just sitting in my own hotel room in Boston. Yeah. And then these food vouchers he got just like a couple lobster pigs. I just remember sucking on these lobsters in like my own <laughs> hotel room. It's it sure, like a with yeah. suites. But I was like, this is the best thing ever. I need to always remember to be malleable when traveling. Sure.
1: Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be shithead. Sometimes, most of the times you don't.
0: Yeah. Well, but then I believe me, I've been there where they've been like, uh, you get nothing. We're not taking you yeah. anywhere. Why'd you buy the... Why do you have the... This is what bronze status is. This is what the bronze medallion gets you like. You're fucked. You're trapped here. We're not getting you a hotel. All the hotels are probably sold out now. And, I don't know, go fuck yourself. Come come back Wait. and check.
1: Yeah, you gotta be malleable, but there are like instances like, this was two years ago? No, maybe... Yeah, we were flying out of uh, watertown we were getting our seat assignments and it was you know at least two seats because we have harvey it was like okay two of these seats gotta be next to each other
0: yeah
1: uh, so so it's basically the last time we flew out of uh, into south dakota We get up there and the woman you could just see in her her eyes she just was like uh well, obviously didn't have a kid but also like cannot step off company protocol yeah. she gave us three tickets that were are not next to each other. Of course. And it was like, I don't, hey, we don't need all three. Just need two. Because this is a two year old, two and a half right. year it's old. Yeah, as a, a lap. She's like, well, I just, I just, I just can't. The system won't let me. The system. it's like, I don't give a fuck about your system. Do you want a, I was like, I don't want my kid set next to a fucking stranger. But if I was a stranger and I had the system, You got to take care of my kid now on this airplane as I'm slurping down baby scotches as fast as you can bring them to me. And it was just like she wouldn't budge. And it was just like Ash and I were getting so. And eventually someone just came over and went, okay, you need, you, okay. She was like, it doesn't matter. I'll fix it for you.
0: So, so simple. So simple. I'll never forget that story. And I keep it in mind. Not that I travel a lot. Not that anybody's traveling um, it was like an insider scoop that Ash obviously knew about because she's in that hospitality industry about <laughs> it's so fucked. If an airline delays you past a certain point, they it's do midnight. owe you nothing. <laughs> if, if you get delayed it's to 1201 and mm-hmm. that's a policy, right, or an unknown rule, they're like, look, yeah. just just push it two minutes. We like, don't owe
1: you anything.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's
1: amazing. Uh because that happened to us. It was the year the following year after the first polar vortex. We were like, Fuck. We we're in Chicago. We we're like, we're not getting stuck again. We both gotta work tomorrow. Fuck like so we just hustled. She's on the phone. We got these tickets. We made it. Like we were delayed in all these airports, but we like cut it so close. It's like eleven thirty, eleven twenty. We rush we make the seating, give them our tickets, we sit down, we order food, oh shit. headphones, and drinks, because we're like, we're here. We're just we waiting until takeoff. Uh, yeah. Like, we made it. We're going to make it tomorrow. And then just like, and they're just like, hey, just letting everybody know, just waiting on the flight crew coming in from Nashville. Soon as they're in, we'll let you know. As soon as we're taking off. And we were so we're watching forensic files on the crappy CTV.
0: Cocktail, yeah.
1: Like had a drink, eating this food, and then she just like What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? I was like, I don't know, it was like quarter to twelve. She's like, We're not flying out tonight. I was like, now come on! (laughs) Let's watch forensic files. Let's get let's get more food. And sure enough, fucking twelve oh one. Yeah, so uh, they're not coming in. Everybody off the airplane. That was it. Just (laughs) off the plane. Doesn't matter. Take your food. Take your drinks. Get the fuck off the airplane.
0: Let me spit in your face on the way out. What? what, How is. So how long has airline travel. That's a dumb question, but uh, how long be airy planes? No, like airline travel as a standard. I mean, come on. 70s. I know it's been it, going on for a long time, but maybe in the 60s, it really started to be I, no, uh, not a, a, a travel norm.
1: Uh, once it you have the word economy, okay. and the industry appeals to lower tier customers, because before it was boutique, it was like, right. you don't fly unless you can drop mega coin on it. Yeah. So super lush, super like executive... But then you overplay your hand, and you're like, "Well, if if TWA is just going to cater to rich people, let's just put ten more seats in that row, and I can get a bunch of rubes on here, right, and make so it extra two hundred bucks."
0: So when was it? Eighties? When economy
1: became? Uh, probably. I guess it- it's got to be like when we were kids. I feel like there was a shift. Because when was the first time you were on an airplane?
0: Uh, I would have been. 13, 14, so... Same. Like, like, I was, like... 95,
1: 96.
0: 14, 15. Never had you seen a huckier or Finn on an airplane. <laughs> oh, geez, so was the way a, the fuck, uh, yeah. I was on <laughs> a, 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 a... It was a school trip to Washington, D.C., and as soon as we got on the airplane, it was like the fucking soccer players in alive. The live. We were like, because we brought our own snacks, and we're tossing snacks to each other. And you know, Mister said like just getting up, like how you need to act appropriate. We're going to the capital of this country. Show some respect, sir. You paid. We paid. You got us just a ticket just above luggage rack.
1: Right? You, know <laughs> no, you guys, but you guys were steerage. You basically should have been a bunch of chickens in a,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: in a cage. It's like Temple of Doom.
0: Ultimately, where I'm getting at, though, is how long we have been bent and all all economic class really been bent mm-hmm. over a barrel by the airline industry. And I'm making my comparison to the automobile. Right. So yeah. you have the first automobiles and the only people driving them were like Leopold and Loeb. You know what I mean? Like, sure, it was yeah. Jack Johnson. Like, it was such right? no. an insane thing to have a car, and just, like, beyond luxury I No, it's, and then, like, there
1: was a point where you could have, you could have either owned a car or your owned aeroplane. Right! Like, that's how expensive and boutique and exotic it was. It was like, eh, I'm afraid of the air. I'll stick to the ground.
0: And then Ford comes in, you get your Model T, your Model A, whatever, and they start bringing it out, and... It becomes the norm, the travel norm. And then, I mean, it wasn't long before Model T essentially becomes affordable like that. Let's say within a decade, let's say within two decades, what the fuck is going on with air travel where they just have this uh, John Paul Bundy headlock? You know, like, (laughs) what is it like where I get like there's this cost ratio But ultimately, Mm -hmm. I guess it's just because I'm I'm an idiot. It's because not everybody can fly an airplane. Although I just heard a story this week where they did a survey and like 65% of pilots said they've fallen asleep uncontrolled while flying airplanes. And it was like 28% said when they woke up, their co-pilot was still asleep. So it's, (laughs) it's like, that's...
1: Everybody get your crack your flight simulator out. I think you're going to eat your words because I think most people could fly a fucking airplane.
0: Right, right.
1: It's yeah, just... I had a few Bud Lights at the bar and then uh, just dozed off. Sorry. Somewhere over Peoria.
0: I love that scene in, um, was it called, Flight, where Denzel Washington mm-hmm. plays the um, alcoholic. And he comes out and he's like, Mr. Cool Pilot, I love it so much. Because he's standing by the bar car and he's talking to people and he's talking to the stewardess. And he's just... He's like the Air. He's like the Slick Rick airline pilot. Mm-hmm. The entire time he's talking, he's one-handing opening these mini airplane bottles. He's one-handing them as he's talking. I'm doing the motion. And he's leaning over a cup. And he tips it over. So like a magician, like he's palming some, some balls. Yeah. He's pouring like four of these airplane bottles in his drink. And then he leaves. And that's ultimately spoilers that's ultimately how they like link him that's how intense they are with trying to blame him for this airline crash is they are able to monitor how many airline bottles of booze are sold to how Uh, many remain and they're like "Well, there's four missing sky vodka bottles where did they go gotta anyways i just um what the fuck why is it so expensive to fly
1: I think they, I think they've kept the margins at the maximum. Like okay. the, like the the payout is still big. Like if you're an airline executive, you probably still make a shit ton of money. Like those guys aren't having to downgrade, right? I, I don't know. I really don't know because you have to pay for your fucking everything now.
0: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's. It, uh, I sound like the biggest pe- like. <laughs> How come the airlines are so expensive? No no, no, I'm trying to trying to come up to like a point here. like it's not just that they're expensive, but it's the opposite model of
1: mm-hmm.
0: Anything uh, of else. the transportation model. Like the yeah. more and more people utilize it, the the more profit there is by having maximum users. Therefore the yeah. price goes down because you see that price point, more people use it. Uh, which it, means it you get more flights out. Which it means balances out, Right um, And more people will continue to use it So it's like a win-win But now it's like just going in the opposite Where flights are more expensive And they're taking away What, you, what are not even perks But they're claiming They just... were perks the entire time They're really just <laughs>
1: <laughs> They literally just want you to get on an airplane In the clothes you're wearing And just like then you're, you're you Then you're on your own on the other side. You don't get a bag. You don't get. You got your phone. Just go. But just go there and buy a bunch of shit. The,
0: here's the thing. I will make just make a metal tube with fucking subway handles, and I'm in. Right. I'm in. I you know what I mean? And like okay, if you really want to check a bag, that's a your your flight um, cross country. Your red eye from LA to New York. You got to stand. <laughs> sure, but it's 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 eighty bucks. I'm in. I'm in. What do I care? You look at your phone. I mean, maybe they got they got little seats on the side. It's just like a subway car. All right, you' lucky to get a seat. Maybe a trade. You
1: know, but that's, what? I'm down. Isn't that how it all like cross country travel started? Because wasn't it like TWA was the only one allowed to fly across country, and okay. that's because they were like military. So the only people allowed to, like, not allowed, but the only people who had access to fly from California to New York where if you had your rucksack on your back and you're going to Fort Hood from... Gotcha. So then you literally are describing those big old troop planes where they hold on to the, the nets.
0: Well, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You see it all the time with those military planes and they're standing to, to come on out. They are. Bedtime.
1: Um, no, she just had a like super late nap, so
0: how can I But get...
1: yeah, could you if you and I were to invest in a couple B forty twos, classic bombers Yes. Could what? you like just fill that sucker up and be like, just bring your phone, just bring a bag you can put on your lap, and uh there you go.
0: That's some big government shit. That's what, that's, how, where's that? Where's your vintage, like, I want to take a B-52 to my wedding. You know, you can take, like, a, these gaudy, like, Rolls Royce to your wedding or whatever. I want to take, uh, I want to take the Memphis Bell. you know what I mean? And Tony should be able to fly me if he wants. What happened? Yeah, like, it's a classic. so just, regulated. Lame. There's no
1: computers in that. You just pull up, stick up, stick down. Left, right
0: in the turret that'd be awesome
1: oh the turret seat that's premium
0: that is premium
1: Terrific. It's cold as shit i like, love it <laughs> my phone doesn't work
0: that would be uh i wonder if i be... i might be a turret i might have been a turret guy i'm a... i like my own space i like being solo i don't want to be next to pilot i don't want to be back to back
1: Like, I'm with you. I understand it's inherently more dangerous, but you can see. There's something about being able to see. at least you can see danger coming your way, as opposed to, like, Rubus McRubus, and they're going, Hey, so how about the Yanks this year?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the worst. Like, when you can see that scene when they're jumping in, in Band of Brothers, and they're just taking that that flack. That that heavy flack comes in. Metal, dark tube. And it's just like go, and then when you they're going, they're just seeing all those other planes getting hit. And you know they're full just, of like yeah. two hundred guys. Oh no, thanks. But I guess if you're in the turret, you got the you got the window, you got the Falcon window, you got the three sixty. But I guess those Germans are gonna right for your right between oh, yeah. your eyes. <laughs> Damn. That's but that's,
1: that's cool. the thing. If that plane's going down, you're going down too. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. I sort of it might, go might back be to better. like the catch twenty two aspect of it in that. Cause in that book, that was the whole point. Is like these guys are like, one more flight, baby, one more, and then I'm done. And they kept up in the flight, oh, so at least yeah, you're in the plane. Yeah. What's what's scarier to you, staying in the plane, flying through that heavy flak, having to do it again, or the jumping out and just being like, okay, if I make it, I'm done.
0: That's a so I don't know if they ever showed this, but I, I've read it. Um, wrote that amazing book D Day Ambrose, maybe. Um, Probably, yeah. Uh, so, I think, I think, and I'm, I just—it's just—I'm uh, gonna be old man this whole time. I just, our generation. I hope we don't have to fight Hitler, man, because we're so screwed. Uh, anyways, that's that's another no. Point. They
1: make drone controllers like Xbox controllers, Hansi. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll be fine.
0: Well, you know what? Then, then I want to get. And then I want somebody to use that Xbox controller to put me in a time machine to make me fight <laughs> just, Hitler. Cause I don't just... want to be in a digital world war. No, thanks. <laughs> to get to your question. I think I gotta be a jumping man because I think the yeah. odds you're a smaller target. I think you got, if you make it to the ground, you're in more trouble than when you're in the air from what I think, I think, I think you got a better chance. But what I heard, what I read is, they weren't just um, individuals um, um, parachuting. They were parachuting these, like, almost like duck boat looking vehicles full of guys.
1: Mm. Oh, and, God, right.
0: And these things were a horrible idea to begin with. But if anybody that knows about D Day, all their drop zones were wildly off, right? Horribly off. So if you're just a single guy parachuting, even though if you're going to be off, like literally like a town, all right, you, okay. you you land, you're hitting the ground. But these guys were like off. You're in this vehicle and you're missing your landing zone. So these guys were like getting, they're just in a, a boat in the sky. In a tree. With, <laughs> and they would just go into a tree or they would go into like a brick wall. It is so terrifying. So yeah, no thanks. I think... I wouldn't want to jump out of the plane, but the moment I saw one of those calibers, one of those mm-hmm. bullets go in through the plane and then out the other yeah. side,
1: I just give the me first a one out of that fucking plane. Okay, boo, boo,
0: boo. Oh, and they weighted those dudes down with so much gear that eventually they realized they weren't going to need. So, like, while oh, these like guys, the yeah,
1: the leg bags, the leg and bags, all that.
0: all that stuff. I guess they were doing it when they were storming the beach too. So all these guys, like, what? See these guys.
1: Like jump no overboard water and me. just drown Fuck right to shit. the
0: bottom. Right
1: when I'm just like, all right, let's go, Sergeant. <laughs> and you're just slowly
0: <laughs> sinking in sand, like you're in SpongeBob SquarePants because they put <laughs> two fifty-pound leg weights on you. Holy shit! So no, like,
1: I want the weight from the sky. No water for me. Get me out of the air.
0: No, I didn't like. I didn't like that water. Don't like that scene in uh, in uh, Saving Private Ryan when they finally. Like take oh, and the, just that, that first side of that boat comes down Ugh. and just slice it
1: oh, just slices. Oh no! The, oh, here we go. You just watch them all fall, and it's like the four guys in the back who jump off the side, and two of those guys drown. Uh, yeah, they
0: drown instantly. And one of the guys that was drowning got shot before he could fully drown.
1: <laughs> See, that's that way. Fuck it. Like but, those are the two worst ways to go. A, you come out of one of those duck boats, and you realize like. There ain't no land under me. And then you get shot or you're the guy who comes down in the parachute and you're stuck in the tree. And then the Germans shoot you while you're dangling from a tree
0: that hanging from the tree. Oh, but then then you can switch it, though. And I always I don't know what it is, but I'm always able to switch it. You got all these scrappy American fucking pirates storming this beach. And you're on this beachhead, and you got this, you got that turret, you're that gunner, you got all the ammo you need, but they're fucking coming and they keep coming and they won't stop. And eventually, you know, they're going to fucking flank and throw one of their fucking (laughs) grenades. Like you can't go anywhere.
1: All of a sudden, you see that that flame igniter flame from a blowtorch right in there, and you're like, "Oh, okay, here we go." So,
0: so it uh, throughout the day, like that flips sides, and you look left and right, right, and then you start to see, you start to see. I think they started to get some air support too. You see, buddy, on your left and right, take some. Uh, oh take no, some that
1: that way yeah. I'll have none of it. I'm smoking it. cigars with Churchill, and we're talking about. Yeah. Italy,
0: yeah, and both your statues are taken out of the Oval Office. I can Joe Joe Biden was probably in the Civil War, wasn't he? Or World <laughs> War Two? Joe Biden, Civil War general. I saw something. Joe Biden did something amazing that I uh, was like, yes, I like. I think he had a like either recommissioned or had it added. Because he he likes a good fire, so now he has like a fireplace going at all times in the Oval Office. <laughs> of course, so he does. I just like I love this. Like I, it, that's a Lincoln thing to me. You got the fire going, yeah. and he he gets his cabinet. He's got to get close. He, but he's all he's having his conversation right, and he, he's talking and he's making his point. But as he's making his point, he's going over to this his Stoking bundle of it. twigs, and you know he cracks it as he's making a point about. <laughs> mcclellan you know not not (laughs) marching crack throwing a few "Eh, i don't know i want to i say if if anybody's drinking what grant is drinking send him a bottle cracks and it's like lincoln he's had that fire going since nineteen eighteen sixty, 1860 since the inauguration
1: oh he's a he's a fireman like don't don't step on his toes once that fire was going in that hearth he didn't let that thing die (laughs) he's
0: a kentucky man it's cold Oh, yeah! He, if if I know anything about Lincoln, he's a fireman and he's an Afghan man, oh, and that's yeah. one of my that's favorite. That's a combo.
1: That's the Batman and Robin right yeah. there.
0: That is, I don't know if it's an acting choice or a directorial choice or, or most likely a reality. Ninety percent of that movie, Lincoln Spielberg, um, um, what's Afghan his name? in it. Uh, he's just got a blank. He's got a blanket over his shoulder. Oh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel yeah. Day Lewis. He's always like lurking in that war room with the blanket over. Ooh, there's always a up.
1: chill. Maybe his... because you're always sitting next to a hot ass fire. It's <laughs> yeah. throwing your temp off. It's ruined. You're wrecked.
0: Yeah, no shoes. I never picture Lincoln with shoes on. For
1: some Just a, like a couple, of three-day-old pair of socks. Oh, he's a guy who don't. Not every day. You don't change those socks every day. Mm-mm.
0: He. Uh, I read something. Uh, I was so. Oh. Oh no. I didn't read. I'm listening to just became available at my library on an audio is the civil war, a narrative volume one, two and three by Ooh. Shelby Foote.
1: Ooh, uh, there we go. But
0: not read by him. Unfortunately, I could listen is it anybody to...
1: that, you know, is it anyone we would Nobody know?
0: I know, but, a, but, a, but a competent. Well, okay. You can get a good audio. You can get a good narrator. You can get a bad one. This one, this guy's pretty good, but, um, lincoln would constantly have to be telling people about um mary todd like what was he's just like basically he's al bunny he's like listen kid i gotta live with her
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's just go. like i mean that's a good dumb dad go-to it's just like we ain't she a mouthful i'm I'm telling you good lord
0: there was something weird like
1: Lincoln. Always throwing her whiskey, always throwing her tea on my fire. And I got oh, to I
0: run back. Who's throwing her tea on my fire? He kept like a, in Springfield, he kept like a. He lived, he slept in a garage a lot, a carriage house, but he had like an old <laughs> stack of hay that he just slept in a corner. Because it's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm
1: going to sleep. 1860s bachelor. Just I mean, like, a carriage
0: s- Right. I'm going to sleep with Herndon. Above our law office. Or <laughs> that's too much of a walk. I'm just going to sleep in this pile of old rag. <laughs> just, like,
1: just underneath Lincoln's desk is just the biggest bale of hay. He's like, you never know when you're going to need a snooze.
0: <laughs> I also love that. I just...
2: I'm like gonna, a polecat, that guy.
0: I'm going to chalk this up to legend, cherry tree style. Because I just... It just seems to maybe if it was the 17th, uh, 18th century, 1700s, maybe. I know Lincoln was poor, but he was also Mm -hmm. industrious. And there's all like, they're like, he used to like to write and do his arithmetic, but he would do it on the side of logs and then shave that side of the log. So he got like a (laughs) blank slate, put his, I just, I don't buy it. Cause you know what? That's an, that's. That's an insane thing to do. I think Lincoln would Lincoln. just beat a man over a stack of paper, like like fight Lincoln, like a man yeah. for honor. Like I'll fight. Like you could get notebook.
1: paper. Paper was a thing. This paper is not like ancient Egypt where like it took two weeks to make three sheets of papyrus paper.
0: Right. I don't. I don't buy. I always picture him with that old log in his lap, and scraping.
1: That's always my aggregate. It's like yeah, like kids. Are different in time because on the podcast we've talked about different things we read and the idea of adolescence is a very modern construct. But like kids are lazy and shitty. Yeah. Like, even Abe Lincoln, like to shave, like a to write on a log is difficult. But <laughs> then on. to have to shave it down just to like finish your your gazintas. It's like a <laughs> seven gazinta <goes> eight. <laughs> and he uh. It's too
0: All much right. work. Remember, but I don't know. Write it it's in a, the dirt. There's a story about how there was like a a rich old farmer that lived down the road from Lincoln, and he had books. You know, they taught. Though I there's oh, something goodness. so rich and um, fulfilling about hearing about our ancient, our four, our forefathers, our American forefathers, and how valuable books were. I just love it. It's like gold. So he would go to this farmer's and borrow his books. And one time he went and he borrowed, you know, the Bible or Shakespeare or whatever. And something happened and he knocked his glass of milk onto it. Unbeknownst, because he was, you know, sleeping in Too the Too into the... Yeah. <laughs> and he ruined this book. And the story goes is he brought this book back and he's like, I've ruined your book. I don't have any money. I must pay off my debt. And the guy was like, "All right." Looked over the book, and he was like, "You need to work for me for nine months or something ridiculous." <laughs> right. And Lincoln was like, "Well, he's got me there. I think it was a. Book. I think he's taking advantage. But <laughs> I'm a man of my word." And I was like, "I don't buy that either." Like Lincoln, I because that's not my Lincoln. That's not my Lincoln. No. Like my Lincoln has some, you know, he has some spine. I'm not gonna fucking plow your field over a book <laughs> throw that book in your face and say, your no face i'm gonna mow your yard this weekend maybe next weekend but go fuck yourself keep your books i'm gonna burn your house down that's my <laughs> I you and you know i'm a fireman
1: <laughs> you know like a good fire i can get it going no that. i'm with you it's like even like using like flintstone like even if you're that if you're gonna take that as fact okay like that was Bandied about in the community of like, you can write on a log till you need to shave it. Then you got to shave it. Those type of people also know how useful slate is, right? Just get a piece of slate. You can find it in a riverbed. Yep, yep. It's also good to make crude weapons. And these strike me as crude weapon people.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just like,
1: just find a big old piece of slate. All you got to do is pour water on it. But there was clean.
0: Some, there's something else though, like. I think his mother or his beloved stepmother, one of them died. There was something called like milk poisoning at the time. And it just turned out it was, uh, what was it? It was just like, it was infected milk. It's like botulism Ooh. in the milk. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. they were like,
1: so it was <laughs> horrific food poisoning,
0: but horrific food poisoning. But I think it had to do from the front back. Like just like we talked about in the pipes in the white house, like you can't, your cow's water supply can't be backed by the latrine. It just right. it doesn't work.
1: No, it just. Why is he so sick?
0: So much old sickness. It's crazy. Uh Oh, yeah. So anyways, Biden keeping that fire going. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's that's the way I want my president right now. I'm saying, I want lighting fires board. just fucking warm as milk, boring, a fireman, because, you know, you got to keep a fire going. Like he doesn't have time to wreak havoc.
1: Or, what do you think about? He throws in one of those old timey, old timey pots in there on the stick. Makes you some some unbuttered, unsalted popcorn that you're forced to eat. You
0: know what? Very I, husk,
1: huskful. I'm picturing him with oh. a nice,
0: uh, with a nice kettle. No, no. I picture him. He's got that frontier back bacon. Just the all-fat bacon, oh, just, yeah. constantly oh, yeah, yeah. moving it around, sling around. I, <laughs> I picture him as a bacon man, maybe taking a bite when it's still too hot, can't help himself. He's got that smell, yeah. He's
1: got to slurp it, it's so fatty.
0: Yeah, I think Joe Biden could, I could see him being on the Oregon Trail. He's a dancer, a, a, a Biden with wolves, dancing with wolves
1: guy.
0: <laughs> he, could, he could manage, he could manage.
1: You wouldn't He live that. off. Hard tack and fat back.
0: Yeah. You see, you know, he's got that, like, shine. He's got that political shine. But I wouldn't want to see him roll his sleeves
1: up. I feel like he's the guy who gets you to go on the trail, and then when you're halfway through, you're like, This motherfucker always does sit by a fire, eat my (laughs) bacon, sleeps in. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't know anything about oxen. He can't (laughs) cock a wagon to save his life. Start
0: a hell of a fire, though. Yeah. that's when he comes in handy that's that's the only thing you know you'd freeze without him
1: he's always lagging behind because he doesn't want to say goodbye to that fire I just <laughs> it's such a waste
0: <laughs> oh yeah he's always the guy heating the stones at the end putting them in his pockets weird guy with the hot stones
1: he's always oh. got a hot potato <laughs> oh <laughs> keep me warm oh oh
0: yeah he's yeah he don't you dare try and use a starter log in front of him
1: Oh, that's a bridge too far.
0: Yeah, and I got to say
1: this from a person who just now recently after a whole summer and fall of lighting fires and having very, I evolved. I'm not in the, I don't think I'm in the Lincoln Biden realm of fires, but I think I got it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure.
1: Went from like caveman learning where it was just like, <sighs> Ashley Norby. like, like, uh, we're going to go inside because this is taken so long and all you've done is create a lot of smoke and oh, everything stinks
0: yeah yeah that's right in your eyes
1: too like we watched a lot of barbecue shows so i was like okay if you like stack the logs this way mm-hmm. the you keep a good fire there. going but then i you know i was like they do that because they want charcoal like you don't get the, the classic fire, you don't get a nice fire to sit by. Yeah, they just want cinder You just ash, get hot but... coals. Yeah. So I just had a pit full of hot coals. It doesn't do it. Finally got it down. I get the ratios now, I think.
0: You gotta do the water me- Watertown method, which is just a couple of good years on there.
1: A couple good years, a bottle of old cologne.
0: Oh, my, lo- I'm sure our lungs are... That was four years of high school of every weekend, every other weekend. Where'd all the tires come from? It was I have no idea tire fires. It's <laughs> insane. It is an insane thing to. <laughs> it's just,
1: it's like it's like we grew up in Fury Road. <laughs> yeah, the sheer amount of the, burning uh, tires and there and was plastics.
0: Our buddy Tim, I won't say his last name, not that he would care, but he had like a property out on the outskirts, a few miles out and in, inn, just in the middle of nowhere. which so was an old family property, and it had a in. Starting in uh, 1998, it had a mm-hmm. full size barn on it. By the time I graduated in 2001, we had slowly chipped away and burnt an entire barn on his to, family's yeah, property but... to the point where they're like, no, it wasn't a working barn, but.
1: It would have been nice was, to like, have it.
0: Expensive, like, the, the people pay money for that. For of reclaimed wood. Board, oh, hell yeah. That barn wood hooligans
1: like your great grandfather built that with his own yeah and that
0: and how about that yeah yeah yeah.
1: i burnt all his tires too (laughs)
0: yeah they're like and you salted the earth with your tire (laughs) fires so nothing will grow here
1: all that water next to it's just slick with the black film
0: nothing but just shards of mad dog 2020 glass
1: Oh, oh man oh my god it's a fun spot
0: yeah Yeah. It was great. I just, and it was, uh, it was lawless. Like it was so interesting how, when we would, and I'm sure people can relate, especially if you're from like rural small towns where you'd find your way to party is you'd have to go on the outskirts, take these back roads and you'd find an area. But ultimately every time I think, I don't know how we got away with it so much because all we would do is like corner ourselves, like, Rats mm-hmm. constantly because we'd find a spot to party and then set yeah. up camp a heavy duty camp that only had like one way in and one way out.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, because we thought if it was harder to get in, it's hard to get in, no one will find you,
0: right? But when well, they we don't, it only in,
1: takes one cop car to sit <laughs> in there and go, Hey, go you want to come out?
0: <laughs> and then you go, No, and roll I'll a burning tire toward them, like Terminator <laughs> 2, and jump in a river <laughs> and float away. I wonder, like, can you just imagine (laughs) the amount of times, like, you just can't, uh, somebody that's from, born and raised in a city, or someplace where, like, cops aren't going to deal with kids drinking, because it's just, it's not their prerogative, not their priority, but, like, when you just can you imagine like somebody from New York, somebody from Chicago hanging out with you like, oh, yeah, I met this guy at this place and went to his hometown. We're hanging out. And then all these cops come and surround you and you just like take off and run like the thought yeah. process must be like, they're going to shoot me in the back of the head.
1: Right. Just... just that. Root and tooting attitude with the cops like they did push a little too hard, like. We didn't live in like a 1950s simulation where it's like, the worst crime in this town is kids drinking beer. Right. But you would have thought so. And the way some of the people we hung out with responded, you would have thought, because there were plenty of parties where it's like, if you open the fucking door, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I told you that. And story when the cop's like, "Let me in, let me in," and he's like, "Fuck you, man. that's crazy." If you come in, I'll kill you. Like I, I was at a party once where a kid was like, "He comes in," and I saw a gun. That's what i was like, I I telling you. To leave this place now, <laughs> and it was in the oldest building you could find I was there. on the top floor, there. and there was nowhere to go.
0: I was so here. I this is it was probably the same person that had it. And it oh, yeah. is, it terrify. there is a, a phobia I read about or a condition I read about and sometimes I slip into it, not as if I, I'm sure people really suffer from this, but it's a condition where you think that sometime during your life you've actually been murdered or you died oh, and you're God. just living like, this alternate life, you're living this afterlife. You're in the multi because you got shot You're in the multi because you got shot, you got killed, something happened. You never existed to begin with. You're in somebody's dream. Yeah, It's it's super crazy, but I think about this time, and that's when I'll slip into that, because just stupid kids drinking, right? Just a bunch Mm -hmm. of us. Yeah. You know, 18-year-olds, whatever. We were underage at this old, shitty building at some kid's apartment, and the cops are knocking because we're too
1: loud. It's like an emancipated kid. Like, it's somewhere no one should be. Right. But it was like, this is the place we gotta be, bro. And, and any
0: other environ other than like it's for it's whatever it seems like the hometown we grew up in which it was just so hammer you down like any other i feel like any other place the cops would come in and be like you guys are fucking loud go home put your beers away we're taking these beers or if it's like the third time they're like you're getting a fucking ticket i'm taking you on your mom but it was like they they made it like they're like it's- we're going to ruin you
1: no, exactly. And it's a small enough town where like half of the people there and half of the people that showed up from the cops would be like, I know your dad. I'm talking to your dad. I that's know your mom, I'm going to you call needed. your mom.
0: That's all you needed.
1: I'm calling them. We're going to pick you up. And like, but no, they were just like, no, you, you're hard.
0: line you up. They would take those Budweiser's. What? Oh well, and so what happened, what beget that, and that's this incident is you meet you meet this bar with this bar. You come up to the bar. So they're like slamming on their door and like you're under arrest and we're coming in, we'll bang down the door. Like your response is to be like, Fuck you, pigs. Like <laughs> like, like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna rise to that level. But I was hiding in a bathroom and there was no way out, other than that bathroom window. We're on like the second or third floor, right? So I'm sitting oh in the tub God, with yeah. like two other guys and one guy pulls and look, I don't know if it was a real gun or not. We all know it doesn't matter in that situation. It doesn't matter if
1: they gun or not. He fucking Could have been a banana.
0: this piece and is just aiming it at the bathroom door. By the way, this was 20 years ago, so it doesn't really matter. The cops were on the outside of the apartment, so nobody was at the bathroom door. But all you have right, to yeah. think about is cops bang through that fucking apartment door, and then they come into the bathroom door, and they see a fucking gun, and rightfully so... A cop is gonna pull, draw his weapon and fucking kill somebody. Or, or, this person with the gun. Oh. But most likely everybody in that room, obviously. So I remember just seeing that and being like, Whoa, whoa. like just flipping the fuck no. out rightfully so. And I do think that was a turning point for me where I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm done with it. these weird yeah. fucking back, like just these heightened... Because uh, the whole mood was heightened, like you know, because you yeah. knew in, like, the hometown, like, you could you could do a bid if you were in the same, like, apartment, in the same apartment as somebody that had, like, a half an ounce of weed. they be Like, like right. it's everybody's.
1: We, like, we knew kids who, like, came home from college and went to a party and had weed in his pocket, but he fell asleep in his own front yard. And they're like, you're going to do seven years for that weed.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's like, I, ah! Yeah, it's it's too much. It was too abusive. I don't know. No, it's, it's just that
1: height. Not. I Ugh. have to
0: think not. But yeah, like that incident. So. Like I, I that that's one of the points in where I can get like goosebumps thinking about it still because it's, it's such a close call. Even though I like, wonder if it was
1: the same party or because di- if maybe that was just his <laughs> thing where it was like, cool, hey because I was not in the bathroom with you, but that same scenario happened to me. And two other people, and it was like, hey, man, they come through, I got you. And I was like, what do you mean you got me? And at the point, I, I hadn't had a drink, so I was like, I just need this to cool out, and <laughs> yeah. then I'm going to leave. Like, and then that. the guy pulls it out from like behind a mattress, and I was like, I got like, to go, that. I got to go, fuck I got to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that same like incident when like the first time, like you're just hanging out just being dumb kids smoking weed that's how show drinking beer fine and then at the same time somebody pulled out the first time excuse me somebody pulled out like a healthy bag of crystal meth and you're just like no no
1: Ooh. no more
0: no. oh i gotta be done i gotta be done with if this is what this scene is this is what it's become that's when you start to do the the clock tick too i remember i started to do it because again it was like slowly like you have this and still like this amazing core group of people super creative people smoking weed drinking beer Mm -hmm. like just awesome being kids slowly kind of people filter in because they're like i like weed or i have good weed and then like i said like that that element comes in and that element and i remember like it just got infiltrated like our like group of our our friend group to the point where i must have been you were you were a year ahead so like Mm-hmm. I remember just counting the months before I could Oh, leave, sure. Because you could just feel the hammer about to drop at any moment.
1: No, and it's kind of, it's just like, it's like you were talking about that guy coming off the duck boat. It's like we were all equals on the duck boat and then the few of us that were like, cool, I got a job, I'm gonna stay people older than me, people younger than you, like we're all in the same group all hanging out. We'd have those couple houses where we went and it was like Those of us who are like, cool, we're headed out. Like, you just get those deadweight, dead-eyed weirdos that are just like, cool, this is where they drink and smoke weed. This is where they, you know, like, and it just weighs down. Because I remember that coming back and going to to hang out. And I was just like, eh, it's still fun. Like, there's a whole room just full of board games. Oh, that was great. You know, just like it seemed like it blew my mind. But the problem was was,
0: there was a guy in the closet holding the board games was like, you know, do you want to see me? Do you want to watch me? Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> who, no, who slept in there like Nosferatu? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He's Who's like, that? Oh, that's just I don't just, pay rent.
1: That's Frankie. <laughs> we don't pay nothing because he sleeps standing up. <laughs>
0: yeah. And he's got the best nugs.
1: Do you want to play Warcraft?
0: Oh, God.
1: Nah, I'm yeah. good. You want to shoot craps in the toilet with me? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good.
0: Well, one night, that's pretty fun. And then you end up you know, taking his taking his cigarettes, and he's like, I "Right, think I'm gonna kill your sister."
1: Or there's a giant trash can full of stuff, and you knock into, it and he's like, "You spilled
2: the garbage, you piece of shit! Oh, yeah. Get so out of here!" And he's just like, so "Whoa, much- hey, <laughs> whoa, well, hey!
1: Yeah, pick some- it up <laughs> a- with your mouth." <laughs> it's like, what did I do today? I remember. Well, the jungle in here.
0: Oh my god! There,
1: remember where
0: the old. Um, uh, this is getting inside. It doesn't matter. There was an old trailer park, and one it moved from. It was either this apartment in this crazy old building, or this house in this crazy neighborhood, or now yeah. it was this trailer that was. And each one got moved because, short of lighting a match and destroying that hangout, it was decimated. And then you yeah. go to the house, and it's decimated. Just party like crazy, and then go to this trailer, and it's decimated. Um, I just remember at this trailer, like, um, we're hanging out, and that's all it took, like. These guys were older, like too old to be hanging out with like 14 year old skate skater kids. But when they were 14, they skated 10 years sure. ago. So and they like, hung yeah, out with the dudes that, that were yeah, 10 years older that than them. Bond. And I just remember it was something like like we went in and all it took was somebody to say like, oh, you guys had a you guys had KFC because he saw like a bucket of chicken. And he's like, yeah, motherfucker. I eat fried chicken. And he's like, oh shit. That's it. He just took the bucket of chicken, put it over his head. He's like, here's your fried chicken. Put it over his head and like shoved him, you know, into the next room (laughs) for no reason. Just because that guy has been stewing for five years in a trailer just fucking waiting. And then he just said, nobody fucking, all I have is this chicken. All I have is this chicken. Is he making fun of my, my chicken? My meal? my favorite thing it's all I my got.
1: only thing that I have and now you've soiled it <laughs>
0: just, ooh, I do not like yeah people just ready to go just off that tension
1: and it does like it just there's that weird balance and when you like I know I'm sure everybody has that when they go back to that like friend group I remember going back to watertown for a wedding and it ended up having a bunch of those older kids that were like two or three years ahead of me but all we're in our same skate group yeah and it was it was like oh cool I remember all these dudes growing up hanging out <laughs> it was just like weird weird even weirder because one <laughs> yeah. guy was like you know they got tunnels underneath the city watertown <laughs> and I was like oh yeah you know like the old bomb shelter at the high school he's like yeah but no connected to here and here and they they run humans and I was like oh
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ let' get out of here it's like i gotta uh, go that's nobody's fault man like it's yeah if you it happens everybody
1: everywhere but
0: yeah if you're in a place you don't want to be eventually that place as pat oswald says you become a rat in a cage and that place becomes true the rat catcher holding a stick poking you and you go fucking out of your mind and it's hard it's hard but yeah absolutely i'm I, i get intense thinking about it and I just I wonder that that was just I guess the element it's it's not it's the element I want to say well that's the element I inserted myself into but I didn't that like I said like just like magnets like it just we we attract, we attract you try people. to
1: tread lightly but then you just get intense and I was like it's like the, the Uncle Buck thing is it the hat like is there something that I do that I don't realize that just like. Just anger people.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Oh, my God. I thought about that in a long time. Um,
1: well, I got a quote that will tie this whole conversation in together. I
0: hope so, yeah.
1: Uh, and it, uh, it only befits someone of pure Watertown Hilljackie DNA, which is my daughter. <laughs> Ashley screamed at her today and she went, did you just spit into that book? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, good stock, premium stock. Perfect. That's so, some Watertown stuff.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So Harvey was spitting in a book?
1: She has, like, She has this thing now where she'll drink water and just cheek it, Love swish it. it back and forth. And nine times out of ten, if she takes a drink of your water, it goes right back in your water. So then you need to get a new water.
0: She Lincoln'd you.
1: She Lincoln'd me. Uh, so, no, she just was doing that, and we were, and of course, because we were, like, Harvey don't, Harvey don't, she, she didn't, but she had a little, like, a one of her books with a little finger puppet in it, so it had a receptacle, and she was just, like, faking it, so Ashley was like, did you just fit into that book? And I just, that's
0: perfect. We have.
1: uh, I tried not to laugh really loud because it was funny. I was like, "It's funny, but not mad."
0: But you're not on the other side of it, yeah. That was that was your wife. Uh, My daughter's getting into this thing now. It's like "Mm, i a little too, a little too cocky because she'll just go, "Oh, there's some." She go. She'll go. I want to watch TV in the office. I don't know. We're not ready for that. She goes, "No." Now you say sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i got plenty of that
1: like no 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 wrong (laughs) wrong
0: answer Uh, but that's a couple
1: mafiosos on our hands i
0: know i mean there's there's the confidence there's the confidence you should have yes
1: what else how was your valentine's man
0: uh, let me think. That was we're a couple days after Meg and I. We're the we the we're the scumbums, and we don't do it intentionally. But we're the guys who go. We don't do it, but we don't say it like that. But legitimately, we we'll get a, like a little something. Like she, she, Ruby got me a little something for herself. She got me a Pez dispenser for herself, mm-hmm. and sure. a nice little card. So she oh, blundered you. Making
1: Happy animals. Valentine's. or something for you.
0: Uh, a buddy of mine i work with got me this bag of balloon animals excuse me balloons to make balloon animals never done mm-hmm. it before got a little instruction sheet everything doesn't matter if you're making a dog a hat a flower a sword big old ding dong everything yeah. constantly at one point ruby just had she was just running she, around with two dildos dinks. And one dildo <laughs> on her head i was like i just can't do it i would followed i was like i think this is gonna be dog and then one part would slip out and it was just
1: it's it's something the d and the o i got that part i just
0: but uh yeah just the noise it made when i was putting it together like just my poor dogs it was just the perfect streets just they're just shaking they just hated everything about it so yeah our valentine's just that little gift a little something here and there you know we're just chilling meg's today's wednesday meg officially has to go in too prescribed prescription yeah prescription quarantine tomorrow but because oh my god yes. and everything so you know, we spent a little time she got out today and kind of went to like uh this cafe we like that has outdoor seating which is crazy mm-hmm. to think about that we you know the whole world's like under ice and we have the ability but she got to sit outside and do that oh
1: that's amazing
0: how about you i heard you guys uh you, there's a restaurant you got have to go out, yeah. We
1: went out and got some seafood mm-hmm. early, and then it started to storm insanely. So, we are like, Yeah, let's pack it up and go home. What else did we do? We watched a lot of kung fu movies.
0: Ooh, you got any good recommendations? Old, new I, platforms to watch them on? What do you got? It
1: actually it all started. I saw a link, and yeah. it was like Quentin Tarantino was on a podcast, I guess, the New Beverly Cinema in LA.
0: That's his, right?
1: Which is the the theater he owns. He had done a podcast and it came up on a Reddit movie thing. And some guy went through because he was on a podcast just about Kung Fu. And listed every movie that was referenced in it. And it's like (laughs) like 80 movies. So I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And it was just one of those things in the back of my head. I was like, never really got into that. It always seemed like something I want to do. And then it turns out I needed to. I wanted to do some research for something I was working on. Uh And I was like, I haven't actually watched legit kung fu movies. So I listened to the podcast, which was fun, but I was also like, I have no frame of reference for the movies they're talking about. So I was listening and like working and like taking notes. And it turns out a bunch of them are for free to watch on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Okay.
0: Is this like the Shallan Knights, those movies kind of thing? Or.
1: So it's like, we like a have to lot.
0: Link it, yeah.
1: Uh, two of the ones we watched that were good. One was called Five Fingers of Death. Okay. Which, if you are familiar with the Marvel character Iron Fist, Marvel basically stole it from this movie. Interesting. Uh, fantastic. And then there's the other one we watched. The uh, Five Fingers of Death is like a bad print. So it's fun to watch because it's like you got a really cruddy VHS. Love it. Uh, but the other one we watched was uh Chinese Boxer. Okay. Which is like a great print, super cool, from like 1973. Uh and one of the one thing in it towards the end, they kind of referenced it on the podcast. They were like, Oh, it seems oddly prescient, some of these movies. It's because of the hero in Chinese Boxer, um, Like, goes through the kung fu training and, like, does his fists in the iron ore. So he's wearing these, like, gloves. But when he goes into town to fight, because most of these movies are, which I was like, oh, yeah, duh, historical frame of reference. Bad guys are always Japanese. Of course,
0: that makes sense. And they always
1: are, like, karate masters. So it is that, like, visual... Like sort of ballet, kung fu to that very rigid, strict like it's karate, it's punches and short kicks. Um, but he comes into town and he's wearing a mask, and not like a bandit mask. It looks like a N95 mask that okay. people are wearing now. So it's just this funny, weird sort of like confluence of history. Like everybody's like, "Who is that masked man?" <laughs> uh, right now, that's like the like, so it's just that like aesthetic of that mask looks like the masks everyone wear now. It's so
0: interesting. Like, um, so when I was growing up and you and I have talked to this at length, uh, I had a, a discount low rent, uh, movie subscription to stars and they played the Bruce Lee story, which was the history of Bruce Lee's life, uh, biography, um, so I got into Bruce Lee and at like a Kmart at the... T- yeah, it was Kmart. We had Kmart where we grew up. They had a discount bin of VHSs just full of Bruce Lee movies. So I had like Enter the Dragon mm-hmm. and... Um, God, I'm going to be able to say one. Anyways, I had this huge stack of Bruce Lee movies. So I know I feel like that's the amateur like Kung Fu, but they're so fun to watch. And then just the other day i was scrolling through and there's this i kind of want to watch it there's this documentary that um members of the wu-tang clan made just about their history and their origins and their ideals and everything and their whole like backstories they would go to these low-rent theaters and watch kung fu movies like back to backs like two for ones just cheap and they had some clips from some of the kung fu movies i wish i can't put any titles but they just look amazing because they are oh, yeah. low rent violent bloody. oh they're
1: so fun dude yeah it's just straightforward and i haven't gone through the list i made a list and i i'll text you because i was going to text you as we were watching them i was like they're all for free and i was like hans ah, can be the cool uncle and show his nephews all these crazy kung fu movies and then i went maybe that wouldn't make him cool anymore but you know like they're just fun it's just straightforward no gimmick it's just rides the surface as far as story so you can't judge these movies on story because all they do is giving them story to get you to the next cool fight yes fight scene set piece and they reference a bunch of the ones that i know wu-tang like which is like eight diagram pole fighter and um his masters of shaolin I have the list. I haven't gone through it enough to check to see if they what's on Amazon and what's not, but there's are a ton. There is. So a, I got some uh, deep cut references for people if they're interested.
0: I got. Uh, it's perfect. So I was. I should have switched to that when I saw like how visually and exciting that was. But that was right next to a little show. Get you this. I'm. I, I was gonna message you, but I lost my phone in the garage, and it was a. Was a terrible two hours. My wife was like, <laughs> settle down. So I was like, it's not here. Our counters are black. My phone is black. The earth is black. Um, there's a little show called uh, GBPJ. You heard of this one yet? No. It is Gary Busey Pet Justice.
1: Oh my God. And
0: Amazing. It, it is. And I was like, oh, just another bullshit reality show where they're uh, not exploiting, but they're just like, ha-ha, look at this. We're all in on the joke. Gary Busey is insane. But it is a fully scripted, made-to-look-like-a-Judge-Judy reality show. But you can tell, it's like, oh, these are like UCB players. It's a really shitty set. Who Mm -hmm. knows what they got Gary Busey for? So Gary Busey's, like... And you just, it's really good it's yeah. really really good so they come the, these these defendants defendant defendive plaintiff come with this really bizarre complaint like the first one i saw was like the the this mutual couple's cat died one of them wants to give it a viking funeral and one <laughs> of them wants to build it a a, a mausoleum mm-hmm. and then gary Busey's the judge and these people have it all set, so I guess it is kind of like improv, because uh, Gary Busey is so sharp and good and weird and perfect um, uh, with moving the sketch and the scene along. Like, this guy pulls out this, like, Viking boat, where he's like, you know, this yeah. is what I want, and we'll sail it down the river. He's like, of course this isn't just scale, and Gary Busey's like so perfect, he's like, yeah, that's, what was that, 110? <laughs> Maybe a like one tenth scale. He's like, bring, bring me, bring me, the, bring me the boat. He's looking. at him, He's like, the cat wouldn't fit in there. But you go one tenth; it's two. And he goes on this long rant about scale and boat. It oh, is wow. so good. I that is the joy work of the week. You wouldn't think so because you oh, check be like, it out that stupid fucking show on Comedy Central fifteen years ago. Like, no, no, no. Like he's in on it, but he's like, look, you got me. You got me for the I'm doing week because the set is shitty. It's just right. It's just perfect. Just enough people, you know, 10 people to look like the 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 paid studio audience in the background. You got your two people. They probably shot all of them in a in a couple sure. days because they're like, you know, 15 minute segments when they. Oh, yes. The so you can knock case. out. Like... And he's just like, you got me. I guess I got what this story arc is right here and then let's go with it and I'll just feed off you. And it is, he's great. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon prime. So people can stream it if they want.
1: Gary Busey Petra. some I'm writing it down. It's
0: fun. It's really, really fun.
1: But yeah, trying to think. Yeah. I'm going to go through that list of Kung Fu and send it everybody's way and see what they think.
0: Got some Kung Fu. You got some Gary Buse, some Gary
1: Buse. Um, Got everybody shoveling. Dumb dad Valentine is over. Oh, that was what I saw. We went to the grocery store on Valentine's Day. I stayed with, actually, I stayed with Harvey in the car because Ash was like, I'm just going to run. It's probably going to be a zoo. So she goes in, and at the grocery store, they have their normal lanes and express lanes. And then yeah. she was like, way off to the side, they just have this floating kiosk. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And okay. it was only, she was like, it was the sad dad, dumb dad, a trail of tears because it was only. Dumb dads buying flowers. It was solely just a line as far as the eye can see. They set up another register so these guys get just like, oh, how bad is it? Two dozen? Okay, fine.
0: That's it's either the flowers, which are totally thoughtless, sure, um, or my favorite end of the CVS rack, classic teddy bear with
1: <laughs> teddy bear tap
0: chocolates. On, <laughs> tap. I love you. Like, oh, so good. Fart, like, and mix it up. Oh, my God. I love, 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 love bad. I guess Valentine's Day gifts are. Christmas is too sad because, you know, not that kids, like, toys are toys. You realize that now. By the way, like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to get, like, the uh, authenticated Disney dinosaur. And I'm not saying to be cheap, but you don't. If your kid is one or two, go to that dollar store. Get that dinosaur. Love it just as much. Maybe more. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Most likely more. Dinosaur. But uh, there's something sad about end of the rack drunk dad buying for your kids <laughs> on Christmas. But, you know, at Valentine's Day, is... real quick, go in, get your get your two pack of skull and maybe pick her up a heart, a box of heart shit chocolates.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and then we went because we uh right after that, right in that area is like a pizza place we like, so we ordered pickup pizza and we got like a heart shaped pepperoni pizza oh, for Harvey. That's cool. uh, so I went in because it was only for pickup, and I, if anybody out there wants a pizza shop on Valentine's Day, do a heart shaped pizza, you're you're gonna be set for the, rest, for the next that's couple of months because yeah. that place was slamming, and smart. they we. Really we called because we were like, maybe we'll get delivery. And they're like, it's going to be about two hours. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we'll just pick it up. What so was your, going, What was your
0: pickup time on that then? What did they give you?
1: Normal, Your normal, like 25, 20, 25. Nice. All right. So you know how to get around that system. So as I was in there waiting, I just saw, and Ashley had just told me about the dumb dad flowers. And I was like, oh, God, that's what you get that's what you get the old lady if you're in the doghouse, and then it was just this dumb dad cavalcade of these maskless midwestern dudes with all their rowdy kids just like just breathing on everybody breathing on everything and I was like god damn oh, and really? there was a Ohio State basketball game that day so they were like turn the on, do this and I was like these fucking people who would do such a thing I looked over and one of the kids was like horsing around like wet willy and a guy had the sweatshirt that just, <laughs> <laughs> just had the sweatshirt that said virginity rocks and I went those are the type of people who do that shit
0: oh my god yeah that's what they're that's what they're saying now is like finally it seems Ooh. like things are going well like with numbers like literally a month ago it was like up to like 300,000 cases a day and now they're detecting something like 60,000 and they're like but add the super bowl and are just like god damn it
1: <laughs> oh it's always going to be something because
0: that's what they're saying they're like now we can definitively see that the worst spike of this is be- just because people were like just got chill over christmas and i'm not excluding myself yeah. from anything but oh now that was a lot of people that died because somebody had to end racket for their right <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. know? That's a lot. That is a lot of people have died because of that, and because of the, you know, that's pretty fucked up to think about. But we're all like, Christmas is ours. Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you can't take mine. It
1: away. Yep. And again, that was I'm you. I get myself. mine.
0: Yeah, we are very much. I get mine. Some fucking dumb assholes almost threw it. It's like that guy that, it's like getting back to World War Two. Just they just called. They just called the truce, and he gets one. Gets one in Bastogne. Because like, he takes his hat off and it's like, hip, hip, hurrah! <laughs> yeah. Fucking
1: asshole.
0: Straight in the fucking box! <laughs> oh, God.
1: He just got foxholes crazy. Ah,
0: yeah, getting, 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 getting lax. Oh, no, thanks. World War Two I mm. still remember. We can, can, we can, we can wind down. I talk about, like, uh, one of my, I must have been four years old. And I had a dream where I was running uh, circles in Iraq, desert storm. And I remember just waking up and I just, I was exactly like you said. I was just like, I, I remember I was like, uh, for some reason I had fallen asleep in my parents' bed. I remember everything about it. I remember the dream mm-hmm. running around in this circle in Iraq, in the Iraq war, in my, in my desert my desert, oh, yeah, camo. desert camo. and I the just woke up and I had camo. exactly like you said I just went no thank you no thank you that day when I was four or five I decided I would never serve in the never military serve, I, I, was fight for, I was like for my I would never serve my country never <laughs> never that was scary I remember that I'd never forget it <gasps> that, that yeah that, that dream maybe saved my life but it definitely definitely noodled my spine <laughs> for these last <laughs> Thirty-five years.
1: I always had bad eyes, so I was like, eh, I never really had the desire. But I'm like, I'm so close to four F. You can taste it. Like I'm like, just here's my arm. Shut it in the door. I'll kiss your brother to get out of this fight. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. They're by. You know what? I'll always, I'll always fall back. I was like, that's it. Give me a, give me a, give me a Hitler. I'm in. Saddam. Go fuck yourself.
1: Nah, not, that's not enough sizzle for me.
0: That ain't my oil.
1: <laughs> I get my oil from Alaska.
0: <laughs> not anymore. I know. Uh, J- go have a conversation with Joe. He's cooking a fire. He's got something to tell you. As he's pumping oil into his own fire. He, gonna, <laughs> I reverted the pipeline. This baby's never going out. Just his oil fucking fire <laughs> That's what I want to see. In Joe Biden's America, I want to see a chimney on the White House. An old classic brick <laughs> just chimney. Stone,
1: yeah, just rough-hewn stones from the Potomac.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me that and the bowling, bring the bowling alley back, Joe.
1: Bring it back. Make it a big, giant shuffleboard. I'll settle for some shuffleboard. shuffleboard.
0: Let me think. If I... We're bringing a full circle back to Biden. If I were Joe Biden and I were bringing a sport... You're going to bring
1: back the rink? We going roller rink? Harding style?
0: Oh, maybe.
1: I was (laughs) thinking maybe (laughs) he'd do a little... (laughs) So,
0: there's a lot... Other than Washington, who didn't do a lick of exercise his entire life, he just drank sweet wines and ate cakes. But, John Adams is rumored to have taken a dip every morning in his birthday suit in the Potomac and have meetings swimming down a river naked. Um... Who would have? Is it Coolidge? He uh, no, God. What? Who was it? There was. It was called like the Medicine Ball Mornings. And if you were gonna have a meeting, you'd you'd have to meet you early in the that. morning, and you'd, they'd have their meetings throwing this medicine ball around in the back of the back lawn. I
1: like that. I could get behind that. It comes as a surprise, but it's not a lot of exertion. You think old old Joe B? is a handball man, racquetball? Turn that into a, like, Splash. It's like the movie Splash. He's in there whipping those racquetballs around.
0: That's it. And you go in. You got a meeting with him. And you go in and he turns his chair around. And he gets, he's too into racquetball. Oh, yeah. He's got the glasses on.
1: Headband,
0: wristbands. Stewart's just too stinky. Like, you know he's got a shower in his office. (laughs) But he wanted you to know he just had a hot session. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right now he's thing. saving it because he might need another game in. So he can't shower between every match. So you just stack the matches up and take one shower.
0: He does a racket spin when he's making a point. He's like.
1: Oh, ah, yeah. Just, just spin it around. in that grip. Oh yeah.
0: oh, yeah. No, but the racquetball rackets, they had a. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had a. <laughs>
1: just helicopter. <laughs> a wrist. Then. A wrist. Yeah.
0: A wrist. Uh, what am I trying to say? A wristband or whatever. So he's just spinning that racket. Yeah, he's a racquetball pickleball man. Like, it's a six
1: gun, but it's just a big giant racket.
0: Yeah. Racquetballs, fires, absolutely. Designer jeans, I think, maybe.
1: The oh, weird, yeah, he's got a... He's got a crisp... He's a
0: boot cut.
1: Pleated. Those are pleated every morning. You could cut your toast on the sharpness of those jean pleats.
0: Wait, wait, you... Wait, Pleated jeans?
1: Oh, or have you he's not got seen... a
0: sharp, crisp iron
1: iron pleat down the jeans. Oh, I guess okay. what is that? Crete. I guess it would he's just got be a, a crease. He's a would... crease. Oh, yeah. His
0: pleated jeans, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Although Obama had a had a nice set of high waisted jeans. And more power to him. He's ahead of his time. Obama should have been serving us milkshakes at champs. Yeah, right. <laughs> Presidential pin, pleated jeans.
1: Shh. Short shirt. He's got the the necktie that's just the zipper necktie. He's chill, baby.
0: Half a head shaved, half a <laughs> shaved.
1: Got uh, his Animaniacs Windbreaker.
0: Um, fruit Stripe gum tattoos all up one arm.
1: <laughs> it's not really gum.
0: Is that the president?
1: <laughs> of America. Salute.
0: Of oh, Veggie Burgers. Well, all
1: hail right. Hail to the chief! Hail to it the chief! With presidents
0: ended with presidents. Uh-huh. I think with a nice long rant about airlines and our old friends.
1: you <laughs> <laughs> distant, distant friends. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we love you, and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Keep your guns on your hips.
1: Keep your guns on your hips, and if anyone asks if you spit in that book, you say no. Unless you're from Watertown, you always say yes.
0: And don't work it off. Bury it. No,
1: don't. Exactly. Link it.
0: Somebody stole it. <laughs> Let's go find him.
1: It's good. Let's
0: get him. Jerk practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce.
2: Yeah. He engineered the fortress himself. The damn thing's his child. He'll defend it till his every last man is gone. He is not. Coming out, right. you old rat. That's what, that's what Ethan Allen called out to the commander of Fort Ticonderoga in 1776. Come on out, you old rat. Uh, of course, there are only 40 odd redcoats at Ticonderoga, but. But there is one Ethan Allen story that I'm no. very partial to. No, you're. You're going to tell a story. I don't believe that I can bear to listen to another one of your stories right now. I need to be in those side-yard schedules for Alexandria. I asked for them this morning. It, it, was, I don't care. <laughs> it was right after the revolution, right after peace had been concluded. And um, Ethan Allen went to London to help our new country conduct his business with the king. The English sneered at how rough we are and rude and simple-minded and on like that everywhere he went. Until one day, he was invited to the townhouse of a great English lord. Dinner was served, beverages imbibed, time passed, as happens, and Mr. Allen found he needed the privy. He was grateful to be directed thence. Relieved, you might say. (laughs) Now, Mr. Allen discovered on entering the water closet, that the only decoration therein was a a portrait of George Washington. Ethan Allen done what he came to do, and returned to the drawing room. His host and the others were disappointed when he didn't mention Washington's portrait, and finally his lordship couldn't resist and asked Mr. Allen had he noticed it, the picture of Washington he had. Well, what did he think of its placement? Did it seem appropriately located to Mr. Allen? Mr. Allen said it did. His host was astounded. Appropriate? George Washington's likeness in a water closet? Yes, said Mr. Allen, where it'll do good service. The whole world knows nothing to make an Englishman shit quicker than the sight of George Washington. (laughs) I love that story.